Alright, you ready for rapid fire? Alright. Alright. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I get a little nervous. No, no, no. We're going to power through. You ready? Okay. Let's go. So, how do you like your steak? Medium well. 90s or 2000s music? 90s all the way. Come on, Biggie. <laughs> Total. Mary J. Blige. <laughs> what you want from it? Favorite color? Anything that looks good on me. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm keeping it on it. What is your zodiac sign? Aries, all day. <laughs> What's up, Rams? Your favorite basketball team? Um, I'm just gonna go with the Ewing Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't you be normal? <laughs> Followed by the um, MJ Bulls. Why can't you be normal? <laughs> <laughs> Everything's trash nowadays. No, it's all like it's I, basically I agree. like it's basically like wrestling at this that, point. Wow. Okay. And <laughs> what's the most life changing trip you've ever been on? Um, well, life-changing, I guess it would be Turks and Caicos, because that's when you asked me to marry you. Aww. Boom. Romantic. Good Soul Society family, it's Rondell, better known on these internet streets as King Rondadon. And thank you so very much for tuning in to Soul Society 101, the podcast. Now, if you haven't guessed, our special guest in the building for this episode is the Mrs., the first lady of Soul Society 101. Yanni, what's good? Hi. Trying to act all shy now, but y'all see, she's so ridiculous. Like, she can't give normal answers if she tried. I would be like, who is this? Because she's that outrageous i i, I want to take this time to ask um the listeners if they feel at this point since i am a recurring guest that i should have my own theme song <laughs> like, so like when it's me you know what episodes expect because the theme the theme song is a little different i can't okay oh i mean anyway i feel like we have a marriage certificate that says you can't oh. i'm just saying <laughs> i'm just saying you know so we have recently celebrated our one-year wedding anniversary. Hey, hey, Shout bogu out to that. On that. Bogu on that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> y'all, can't, y'all can't see, but she's, she's dancing right now, and it's out of control. But we recently celebrated our one-year anniversary, and we took a little tour of Europe. We did um, Paris to London to Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm, I'm very opinionated on those three cities after this trip. <laughs> and... I think Yannick has, before this trip, Yannick had been to uh, Paris and London, and I had been to Amsterdam. So we both had a little bit of new exposure to new things, and both showed each other around to some things that we knew. All I'm going to say is some shit was hyped. Some shit was actually really nice. And I was like, you know what? This is is real good. So in the next three episodes, we're going to break down London, Paris, and Amsterdam. For those of you who haven't been or maybe just want to know our perspective on it, um... Which city you want to start? You want to start with Paris first? Might as well. So Paris is trash. Uh, correction, it's not <laughs> trash. Okay, um, it's just not your cup of tea. Okay, fine. I think it's overrated. I was so here's my thing with Paris. Paris is not trash. I take that back. Kind of. It was no. It redeemed itself the second day for you. Stop playing. Okay, so to be fair, to be completely fair, we only spent two days in each city. But I feel like I could get a really good gauge of how I feel about a city in two days because we were 
we weren't like doing the normal. We were in like rapid fire mode of exploring these cities. So we got around. In each city, we went to at least four or five different neighborhoods, ate out all these different places, saw sites. And Paris just, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't grasp what everyone loved. People just talk about the the romance and the charm and the city of lights. And you know, I was like, where the lights at? It, I felt like it was dark. And um, I've been to brighter cities that were not called the city of lights. And I was You're very real confused. You're literal, huh? Yeah. <laughs> just one of those really literal people. Oh, is city of lights supposed to be like a... It's romantic lights. First and foremost, no. Don't let this man discourage you, okay? Like, oh, no. I know I'm not going to discourage anybody because anyone... Like, people love Paris. I know that for sure. I know I'm not the average person in regards to how I feel about Paris. But, I mean, it just it just didn't do it for me, kid. So, can we start off with the fact that you had a bad experience the first day, and so that... Oh, great. I'll start with that. That peppered your opinion of the city. It did. It did. So, I got to Paris. Let me tell y'all something. Got to Paris. I won't say who I was interacting with, but I had a business interaction right off the bat, and it was supposed to be with an organization. I was supposed to be warm and welcoming. Um... And they were rude <laughs> as hell. And I was just like, are y'all serious? Like, off the bat, was just like, I, I was like, I have a question. Everyone has a question. Stand online. Uh, excuse me? And I'm like, yo, I'm from New York, so you know I'm ready to pop off. I was like, let me take a step back because I'm a black man in Paris, and it could go down. And I'm always very conscious of, like, it going down when I'm traveling. Because that's like one of my worst fears, I would say, is being arrested overseas. Yeah, no one's trying to do locked up. I don't board. even know how you navigate <laughs> being locked up overseas, especially as a black man. I watched too much um, MSNBC for that life. Right. But anyway, so the point was mad rude. And then the person who helped me after him was also mad rude and a dunce. And then navigating the city on the first day everyone was mad rude and i'm like people say new yorkers are rude we are not rude at least not on that level we move like we're busy and we may not have time to talk to you but these people were outright like engaging with you and being rude for no reason and i can't respect that at all okay Uh and i'll come in and say that a lot of parisians do have that like stereotype of being rude well is it a stereotype if it's true though well can i continue okay Unfortunately, Ron didn't have this same welcoming experience I had. We actually separated because he had to do some business. So I went to the Louvre. I walked around there. People were nice. They were talking to me. No, the people you were speaking to weren't Parisian, though. Let's be honest. The people you were speaking to were what? Algerian, Moroccan. They were not Parisian. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. (laughs) He has a point. But... Um, no, I mean, it was a beautiful day. <laughs> the Louvre was empty when I was there. <laughs> I had a great outfit, if you need to see it. You know, it's on Le Chic Boheme um, on Instagram. You know, check that out. Give nah, it a she like. killed it. Shorty, let, let's, let's, let's have a round of applause for Shorty killing it oh, in Paris. You. Actually, the whole trip, I mean, it was nonstop fire. I wouldn't say I killed it. I just... The... Nah, you killed it. Thank you for it was a, It was a mood. It was a mood. Well, I just, you know what, I was the sky was really blue that day, and I had a blue striped dress, and I was really inspired by the lines and stuff. So, you know, just want to play my little homage, <laughs> homage to the Louvre. Okay, so back to you being at the Louvre and, and feeling inspired and loving it. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, the bro, 
like I was not feeling it at all. <laughs> I mean, and then, and then, so that was the first day, right? We did a lot of the touristy stuff. What I oh, we tried to go to this um, restaurant that everyone told us to go to. And what happened? So they said that we had to go there for the burger. They ran out of the burgers. Of course they ran out of burgers. And they know they run out of burgers because in the menu it says, sometimes we run out of burgers. Now, (laughs) if you know you are known for your burgers, and and if you know you are known to run out of your burgers, come on, son. Get more mother and beef. Like, what is the problem? Yes. Uh, this whole city don't make sense to me, kid. Okay. Well, needless to say, the food is trash. Basura, the food was... How do you say trash in French? Like I don't know. Yeah, but it was that. <laughs> and so, I will, what I will give to Paris was the Eiffel Tower. Now, I did not... I actually did not expect to be that excited over the Eiffel Tower. Like, I geeked out low-key because when we first got there at night... It started lighting up. Um, most of you guys probably know it lights up every hour, like or half hour. Or no, I think it's every hour for five okay. minutes. It's flickering. The lights are glimmering. It's already like a golden orange tone at night. It was beautiful, and I was really, you know, blown away by the sight of it. And so, for the Eiffel Tower alone, in the day and the night, it's beautiful. For the Eiffel Tower alone, I definitely encourage people to to make a trip to Paris. But um. Outside of that, I'm trying to I'm trying to find a reason. I mean, we did a river tour. He was so underwhelmed; it was embarrassing. Meanwhile, we're so we're on this tour. All these couples are all snuggled up and cute, and so I'm trying to get all snuggled up and cute. He was like, "Cause it was brick, like because it was mad." That's cold. not why. Oh, okay. Because it's romantic. Oh, okay. but not for um. King was Ron, it? That, it it was. You just have to allow it to like overtake you. Oh, okay. Anyway, King Ron Dadan did not find it romantic whatsoever. He was so underwhelmed. And I didn't. And the thing about me is, I love a good boat ride. I love a good tour on the water. You know that. I do. Most of the times, that is the thing that he locks me. He lives on a boat. I live on a boat. That's the thing that <laughs> locks me in. And I was just like, so is it over? Like I don't. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. It was get the it. worst hour of his life, according to him. <laughs> Did I say that? <laughs> if like, I said that, I'm dramatic. It definitely was not the worst hour of my life, but I was definitely underwhelmed. I was he wanted like, his time back. I did want my time back <laughs> because I, I could have thought of better things to do with my hour. But um, yeah, I just I didn't get it, and I and I compared it to Amsterdam before you had been, but I had been before, and I right. told you like in comparison to the canal tour in Amsterdam, this is nothing. And we'll talk about that on the Amsterdam episode, but. I just couldn't figure out what there was to love about Paris. The food was really hard to come by other than, I guess, like the baked goods and pastries. Yeah, that the was patisseries good. The patisseries are amazing. And we also discovered that bomb-ass uh, Bellini in a in a bottle. Oh, um, from Cipriani. Mm-hmm. If you are if you ever out and see Cipriani Bellinis, it's pre-bottled. It's like an aqua blue, kind of like Tiffany blue color. Yeah, it's a Tiffany blue. That drink is going to change your life. So we, we and went... And you can also just, I don't know, be a nice one, you know. Uh, send us a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> we have a P.O. box, you know. We have a P.O. box. We will accept that as a gift. <laughs> you know, just as like, If you want to wish us a happy yeah, one-year anniversary. Yeah, you know, the holidays are coming up. Right. You know, Thanksgiving. Right. We're your friends. Right. You can send us something. Right. Christmas. It's only like, what, $15 a bottle? It's not even that expensive. Exactly. But it's mad good if you ever see it. So, I mean, what, the restaurant with the burgers that we tried to... 
get at, but they didn't have burgers. It's called Ferdi, F-E-R-D-I. We had a few other things. They weren't terrible, but they weren't amazing. But, I mean, I guess we won't never know how the burgers are. I'll never know because I don't plan on going back. <laughs> um, we did the river tour down the, is it pronounced Seen River? Seen River? Mm-hmm. Whatever the river is. We went down the river, <laughs> blah. Um, what else did we do? So, like I said, the Eiffel Tower is amazing. This Thai restaurant was the one good meal, and that's recommended by my cousins. Thank you, Sarita and Samantha. Um, it's a little out the way. It is. Well, depending on where you are, because for oh, them, true, it was right outside. But Che Basilique, so S, I mean, sorry, C-H-E-Z, Basil, I-C, Thai. Um, it's an R7, and that was amazing. amazing. <laughs> it was so good, yo. It was so good. First and foremost, like, his cousins didn't hype it the way they should have hyped it. No, they didn't. And they made it seem like it was super casual. Listen, we it was like a 20-minute drive from our hotel. We get there, and they were like, reservation? They don't speak a lot of English. We should tell you that. Um, and we were like, no, we don't. And they were like, and so we thought they were going to deny us. We had to eat so quickly like, because their reservations were coming in. Yeah, they looked at us like so, I mean. I've never ate so, fa- ate we, so fast. We can life. seat you if you can eat in like 25 minutes because we have a reservation. <laughs> I was like, no problem. I was starving because it was really far from where we were staying in Paris. I was starving by the time we got there. I almost cried when she gave us that look like we might not be able to see. <laughs> but I'm so glad she did. Literally, we had, what did we have, like, four different things? Like, two appetizers, and that's the thing, two too. entrees, and I had, like, a another entree maybe on the side, Let and me everything was bomb. Let me tell you about Rondell. If you ever go out to eat with him, you need to know that he wants to try several things on the menu. And, you know, if the waitress and slash hostess is allowing us to, like, come in... And we need to be done in 25 minutes. You would think, oh, let me just get a quick entree and go. No, not with this man. This man was like, I want this with that and this and that. And also this. Thanks. And she gave him a look like, are you sure? Yes. (laughs) Stop judging me. I'm on vacation. I will starve myself when I get back. I want to eat. I want to explore. Because for me, food is such a huge part of the cultural experience, which is why I was so disappointed. Because I'm like, um... Aren't the French known for some of the top chefs in the world? And again, I can be proven wrong. Perhaps I went to all of the wrong restaurants, which is hard for me to believe because most of them came recommended from people on Soul Society who usually look out for me. But the reason why I say it is a possibility, one, different people have different palates. Yeah, but they I, I agree with Soul Society's palates any other time, any other city. Two. Including London and Amsterdam, which we'll get to. <laughs> Two, uh-huh. you know, Paris is like a New York where it's very easy to go wrong. I agree. I just I just feel like you should give it one more chance. Mm, Biggie, give me one more chance. Biggie, 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 Biggie give me one, one more, more chance. chance. Hey, hey. But did Biggie ever give her one more chance? I'm not sure. And so I'm not sure if I will. I didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> so to backtrack that that is me Rondell King Rondadon that is my perspective on Paris now you had been before yes and had a very different type of trip I did I went with my sister and tell me about what that experience was and did you did you have a different feeling like maybe the way we did it together was not the right way to do Paris or well like what are your thoughts on it well the thing about it is you know when I when I went the first time it I was able to spend four days there and I was able to like relax more, walk around a lot more, um, 
shop, which is very big for me. Like, I yeah, but shop. we we found some cool, like you found a cool um, boutique. Yes, a nice and boutique. stuff like that. No, yes, but I'm just saying, like I and then I would stop in different patisseries more. Um, we just explored. My sister and I explored the city a lot more, and you know. Just, so do you feel like maybe because we compacted it in two days, we didn't have a chance to like get the charm of the city? I would say that, and I think there was that one. Remember that one like place that we really wanted to go to but the line was way too long oh yeah Le Comptoir de hold on I'm a, I'm General a... or something like that no 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 it's Le Comptoir du Relais R-E-L-A-I-S um, Regina our homegirl suggested it and we got there it's supposed to be like the cool kid Solange type vibe she's she's kind of the one who blew up um, made the spot blow up by going there and posting about it or whatever but um, that neighborhood was cool, whatever neighborhood that was in. It was definitely more my vibe because it was more, you know, graffiti on the walls and hip-hop and a little more rugged. And I'm down for, actually, I'm, I can't say my vibe. I'm down for a lot of different types of vibes, but I did enjoy that side of Paris. Yeah, so I think that if we explore a little bit more because we really didn't get out of, like, certain areas, mm-hmm. I think if we explored more, you would appreciate it better. Okay. <laughs> Um, still don't think, still don't think it would be one of my favorite cities, and I'm I'm gonna stand on that. Um, you know, it just. I will say though, it's funny because I think the the people were actually a little bit warmer than the first time that I that I went. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just. Being Listen, honest. all I'm saying is I felt like snuffing at least ten people on that trip, and it was only two days. <sighs> I should not feel like snuffing 10 people in two days. That's a five person a day snuffing (laughs) average. That's too many snuffs. And you're not even aggressive. I'm not. And that's the thing I'm trying to tell people. Like, if you know me in real life, IRL, I'm mad relaxed. I'm always the one when something's about to pop off that's like, yo, it's not even that deep. Remember that. Yeah. Just know. I'm always ready to pop off at any given second. I don't even need to hear much. Okay, madam. Just know. So for me, me. for me to feel, (laughs) for me to feel that angry and aggressive and taken aback, I was just like, you know what? It ain't for me. And you know, it's fine. Not every city's for me. And your personal vibe, everyone's personal vibe, I think connects with different places, different ways. And so there might be a charm or a thing or a vibration that rocks with some people in Paris that just completely skips me. But I will say that I'm not the only one because... My homegirl went a few months before me, said the same thing. She did London, Paris, Amsterdam. It was like, yeah, so everything was great except Paris. That's a dub. And another page that I follow on Instagram, um, Melanin Travel, shout out to her. She recently posted, um, what cities do you think is overrated? Um, Do you think are overrated? And for me, it's Paris. So I'm not the only one. Who thinks that Paris is Listen, overhyped? I hear you. It's not my favorite city. Trust me, I'm not caping for Paris. That's my. Home I don't know. Home. I kind of saw the cape blowing in the wind a no, little bit. Ain't nobody caping for Paris. Okay. They ain't paying my checks. You okay. understand my okay. bills? I mean, you know, whatever. I'm just saying that I think you should give it one more chance to, you know, prove that it's X or Y. You know what I mean? Like, right. see exactly where you stand. Two days, I don't think it's enough time to determine. But like I said, the whole point of us doing, we did two days London, two days Paris, two days Amsterdam, was to get a taste, a flavor of each place to see where we might want to go back and explore so and take our time a little longer. So you never had an appetizer longer. that you didn't like, but then the entree came out and was bomb? 
Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. And it's sad that you got to put thing in, things in food terms so we understand. <laughs> that was good. That Thank was you. good. All right. Well, you know what? Maybe one day I'll give Paris another chance. But it's not going to be tomorrow. So um, <laughs> that's my Actually, take. I, right now, will take the time to plead the case. Um, that uh, I think the tourism board should reach out to Soul Society. I don't know, sponsor a trip, make it up to him. Okay. Just gonna put that out there. Well, I think that, you know, here's a platform that, you know, he reaches thousands of people. Paris uh, and your tourism board, I think you need to make him fall in love. Holla. And make sure there's also a ticket for his loving wife. <laughs> <laughs> but enough about Paris for real, for real. So let's get into a little game we like to call If You Were Stranded on a Deserted Island. Now, if you could only bring one thing of each of these categories, what would it be? You ready? Okay, let's go. One album. Mary J. Blige, My Life. One TV show. Ooh. You're just going to hit me. I watch, I watch a lot of tele- television. That's true. You do watch a lot of TV. Um, Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. You are obsessed with Game of Thrones. <laughs> One last meal. Oh, my gosh. One last meal would be my mother's oxtail with mashed potatoes and spinach. Mm. One thing to remind you of home. One thing to remind me of home. Uh, a photo of our wedding day. Oh, baby love. And one book. One book, the Bible. Come on. Come on, somebody. Praise Jesus. Gotta have God with me all the time. Gotta have God with us. So that was uh, season two, episode four on Paris. Stay tuned because up next, we are talking about our favorite city of this little European tour, London Town. So we're going to talk about all the dope things we did in that city. So get geared up. This King Ronda Don and Leishik Bohem, Soul Society 101, the podcast. Peace.